Welcome into Season 3, Episode 14 of the 126 Podcast. Today is the Soccer Spectacular, and it will be spectacular. Hello. Like I said, this is Episode 14 of of Season 3. I'm Addison McElvin. With me, as always, Coach Weaver. Coach O, how's it going? Hey, Merry New Year. Well, not yet. Not quite. Getting okay, ahead of don't listen. Here. Don't put a damper on my... Coach O's excited about I something celebrate today. the She's whole She's excited month. about a lot of things. I will tell you, though, uh, you know, we had a basketball spectacular a while back. Mm-hmm. We always know when we have the basketball spectacular, that means we are approaching the holiday season. And then now we're doing a soccer spectacular, which means we are in the middle of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. They start up practice uh, after Thanksgiving and before Christmas, and they'll be playing scrimmages really soon and their first game uh, right around the New Year's. So um, we're we're in the middle of it. Soccer season is here and mm-hmm. the holidays are here. It is because for some reason here we decided to play soccer at the worst time of year to play soccer. <laughs> um, don't know who we need to talk to to maybe change that, but it's all right. Yeah. Soccer, soccer players are tough. Did you? Well, we need to ask them what soccer was like during Ice Mageddon last year. That'll be a fun topic of yes, conversation. Yes, it will. It will. But first, we need to jump over for, you know, your favorite segment. We now, when he introduces the ozone, he always says all everyone's favorite segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed that is, that I think if here. we did a poll, <laughs> we would have all Sorry, votes okay. for the ozone well, except for one, and it would be you. Hey, you're, I'm you're, no bragger. But you are cutting into my timer. That's true. Coach O's got me. Is, I'm 16 know. seconds in already, and I barely got to say anything. Sometimes I have a well-prepared weave. That sometimes it just hits me. This morning we were in Assistant Coach Academy. We had about 100 coaches from Forney ISD and Mesquite ISD that were on a Zoom together uh, doing some professional development. Our topic was communication and, and chain of communication. Which is sort of beside the point, but the point was, uh, I started off talking to those coaches about, um, you know, some. There are some people in life when they when, when they communicate something to you, you you just say yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, and do it. You know, your your mom probably is one of those. Your spouse might be. Coach O brought some Christmas glasses then this morning, and I had to wear a really silly pair of glasses in front of a hundred people from multiple school districts. Um, but when Coach O says something, you just say yes, ma'am. And get on down the road. That leads me to my true topic, which is, I, I hope for everyone listening, uh, certainly for me in this holiday season, your mom is another one of those. This isn't Mother's Day, but I took a rare sick day yesterday. Um, where I've got a million of them saved up because when you've done this long enough and um, – I guess you're you're blessed with a reasonably good immune system. <laughs> you know you don't take too many sick days. So, but I used one to to help my mom out yesterday. My mom's 87, and uh, you know she's she's um, a lifelong coach's wife, um, and raised four kids, four of us that were all athletes. And so you can imagine how many athletic events she attended and went to and supported. But uh, I had a, one of those funny things, you know. Mom's 87, and when you're 87, you've got some 87-year-old needs, right? And uh, I was – she was laying down for a nap after after lunch, and uh, it was kind of right cold now. in her house. I had, mm-hmm. It does sound good, doesn't it? I'll make it even better. I had built a fire in the stove. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's getting kind of warm. And uh, she wanted me to tuck her blanket in, so I was tucking my mom in a little bit. 
And it's one of those moments where, you know, life kind of strikes you. And she said, well, I haven't been tucked in, and I don't think I've been tucked in in a long time. And I said, well, uh, me neither, but I think you tucked me in a few times, didn't you? And my son, too. Uh, so here's my weave. Um, you never get too old. You're, you never get too old to, to uh, tuck in your mom or yeah. too young, I guess. But you're also never too old to try to make your mom proud. So um, I hope that all of our coaches and kids endeavor to make their parents proud the parent coach student athlete triangle will set you up for success in life and in a lot of different ways but i'm proud always to bring the coaches we got it onto this program and the student athletes we have they almost always have the right perspective um just makes me feel good made me feel mm-hmm. good knowing that you know we're doing stuff like this that i hope makes my mom proud still and i'm you know i'm a I'm an, I'm an old guy now. So, uh, how old? Old enough to know <laughs> you're not supposed to ask someone oh, okay. that. Sorry. I know you're not old enough to know that yet. Nope. There's another life lesson for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was probably the sweetest we we had yet. <laughs> that was very Also just like sick days, very rare. Very rare. Yeah. Um, but that was good right in time for the holidays. It's perfect. Made us all feel warm and fuzzy inside. Um, before we go to the Ozone, we are going to introduce our, our first two of our eight guests today, and that is Coach Williamson from Forney High School and one of her players, Chloe Chadwick. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thanks for having us. For sure. For sure. Thanks for coming. And uh, we're going to hop right in with Coach O. I am so excited about today's subject spotlight. Today, we are talking Christmas bucket list what is one thing just one coach that you (laughs) have never done during christmas that you want to do okay who's going first we'll start with our youngest guest chloe go ahead okay i've never built a gingerbread house before which is kind of rare because I feel like everyone has, but I've never built one before. How so I guess that? good that's answer. What that's, I that's a good answer. That's a good one. I think I'm going to go to New York. I think Christmas in New York would be fun. Okay. 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 You're looking at me. Does that mean I'm next? Yep. I, you know, <clears throat> um, all my Christmases are fairly routine. Uh, they're all Texas Christmases, but I would li- I would like to have a white Christmas, but I want to mm-hmm. have it here. I don't want ice mageddon in February. I can do without that, but I would really like to have a white Christmas in East Texas, you know, just to see what it's like. But I don't want to leave home for it. That's my mm-hmm. wish. Okay. Well, mine is I I want I want to have Christmas in New York. That's that's what I have written down. I want to specifically take a picture in Rockefeller Plaza. In front of that big old tree. This is not a, what I, I, I can tell you that's not going to be a popular answer with Addison because he's expressed his feelings about New York before. It's true. I wasn't going to say anything. It's okay. I don't want to be negative. It's your dream. I, Live it up. And I like New York when I visited it one time. Okay. You're wrong, but it's okay. No, it's all right. It's all right. I get it. That's don't a thing for people. That's parade, two Addison. of our two of the five sitting at the table have that's said right. this. So I'm, you know, I'm the person who's on the outs. I honestly have no idea how to answer this question. This is a great question. But I don't know. Travel would be cool. Going somewhere. Where? I don't know. I've seen those cool looking little, you know, picturesque Christmas towns in like Scandinavia where every, they have those cute little houses and everything's all snowy. That sounds pretty cool. I'll do that. <laughs> all right. Up to the, to the mountains up there, to the Alps. Yeah. Spend Christmas in the Alps. I'll do that one. 
Good job off the fly, Edison. Thanks. Appreciate it. You know, I thought you'd go. I thought you for sure you were going to ask us cheese question. No. Cheese. She just got back from Wisconsin. And I did have oh. cheese curds. You know, when I say cheese curds, it sounds kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm hawking up a loogie or something. <laughs> But curds is not, they, yeah, that word doesn't sound particularly appetizing. They were quite tasty. Yeah. That's not a word that fits what it is. No, yeah. no. There are some words that fit what they are it's really well. It's basically a funnel doesn't. cake with cheddar cheese in it. Yeah. A funnel cake puff. By the way, shout out so to uh, Carrington and Texas Tech Volleyball for making yes. the NCAA tournament. That's what Coach O was doing oh. up there. Yeah. First time in 20 years we made history. Who, who were they playing against? We play. We were playing um, Florida Gulf Coast, and we were up two zero, but we didn't. We didn't pull it out. We lost in five. Mm. Uh, but it was a great experience. They took us on a good ride this year. That's fun. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, so, without further ado, let's jump into soccer stuff. All right. So things like like Coach Weaver said, we're really getting things rolling. How are things over on the south side of town? Uh, we're pretty excited. We uh, had a pretty impressive season last year. Uh, we made history. Uh, we had a great time. These girls know how to work hard, play hard. Um, and I feel like we are going to perform well. We have a lot of our returners back. We lost three incredible seniors, but that's a low number for a team that went as far as we did. Yes. Um, we're, yeah, kicking off our season. We start on Friday. We play Woodrow Wilson, so we're excited to like get back into things. Mm -hmm. And um, what are you expecting from that, you know, matchup specifically? Well, it's a scrimmage. So, you know, the kids know that I still say we compete. We want to win. Um, but we also want to see what we got. We've got some young kids. We've got some kids in new positions. We're going to look at different formations. So with that being said, we're going to be competitive. Um, we're going to give them everything we've got. But we're also going to be really trying to prepare for our regular season. Mm -hmm. And um, we always kind of like to talk about district stuff. How does um, – how does this district specifically look for girls soccer? Because in some sports, we're super competitive. In some, I know y'all have had a lot of success. Um, who are kind of the teams that y'all are looking at on your calendar as like, these are the teams that are going to kind of challenge us the most? I think Highland Park's always, you know, on the radar. Um, I think that's true for every sport for us. Well, it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, you know. But 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 we compete really well with mm -hmm. them. I mean, and and um, I you know I'm one of those guys that thinks it's good to have really good people in your district because you see some of those schools that have poor, weaker districts, and they roll through part of their district. They played played some pretty good pre district teams. They roll through district with playing mm -hmm. some weaker schools, and they are not prepared for playoffs at all. By the way, I want you to be a little more specific. You said you made history last year. Go ahead and brag a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, well, we were. Um we won the regional quarterfinals. Well, we were considered regional semifinalists. Um, we were one of 16 teams left. Um, I'm pretty impressed with our team, our ability to score goals. Um, I mean, obviously, we have a great defense, great goalkeeping, but it's high-octane offense. So for people that don't necessarily love soccer because the score is low, our girls have the capability of scoring and scoring a lot. I think that's just – it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's fast-paced. It's aggressive. Uh, these girls are nice off the field, um, but on the field they just they get after it. So now she just hit on something there. It's that's regional tournament level. You're talking about regional semifinals. Um, we we win a lot around here in this program, and sometimes we take that for granted. Some you know, but but we're used to winning, and we're used to having programs that are really successful. It's because of the people leading them and the kids in them. Um, this this program absolutely is, has set a standard for that for winning year in year out. Addison, you mentioned this, but reach, when you get to the regional level, 
And we've seen volleyball at the region. I mean, we our volleyball two, two volleyball teams just played one another at the regional quarterfinals. Like only one of them could go to the regional level. Um, we had a basketball team at the regional tournament last year. So when you get to that level, as Tricia said, it's that's the Sweet Sixteen of mm-hmm. high school, right? It's across the state of Texas. There's only 16 teams left for the entire state in 5A. So um, that's pretty elite. You know, that's that's a that's a pretty significant accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And it's cool there. to see Forney doing it since. Um, like I remember when our soccer program was introduced. Yeah, um, it's not it's been a, that long. Yeah, it's not right. a real, really old program as far as um, you know across the state goes. I'm sure there are a lot of teams that have been that have had soccer teams at their high school a lot longer than we have. Yeah, and so to have that introduced and then almost you know not immediately you know because it has been I don't know 15 years now something like that. But anyway, um, yeah. do the math in my head real quick. Yeah, but. To, to see this much success in that short amount of time yeah. in the grand scheme of things is really impressive. And they're doing it in the freezing weather. Yeah, no, that's another thing. What was – Coach wanted to ask about that. What was it like playing last year whenever it got so cold? Well, we had we had some uh, reschedules. We moved mm-hmm. things around, and um, we didn't particularly play in that cold. We actually got a little break, which these kids play club soccer and rec soccer and – train year-round. Some do cheer. I mean, we have a lot of multi-sport athletes, but the thing about it was it was cool because they got to take a break, and we saw pictures of them, like, makeshift sleds Mm -hmm. down hills, (laughs) and all these Texas girls that, you know, don't get to play in the snow, making snowmen, and I mean, it ended up being a really good, I think, for us, a break because we were, there was so much pressure um, of game after game and practice after practice that we took, we took a little time and, uh, you know, let the roads um, get better, and we were grateful to come back. Well, um, I'm going to ask you a question. So you're here on the podcast. So everybody who's listening is going to be watching for you specifically. But tell us one of your teammates that you're really excited to, to see get out there and play this year. So one of my best friends, her name's Casey Carter. She tore her ACL in the spring in our club team. And she gets to play during our season. So I'm really excited to watch her come back from her. ACL tear. I'm going to add that they're kind of the dynamic duo. So they kind of read each other's minds. They pass to each other. They score. We have several. Um, but it's just interesting how that dynamic of friendship carries over to the field. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I'm sure that strengthens y'all's friendship as well. There's nothing yes, There's nothing that strengthens a friendship like an awesome pass, you know, an awesome yeah. assist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super exciting. But did you ask me, Coach? I was going to say, it's, uh, we say this a lot, too, on this place, but that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Because injury, being able to return from an injury, as you guys know, because you've seen your, your friend in this case, you've seen people do that, is a big deal. And it's a really important deal. Um, we've got a, uh, you know, I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole on this, but we've got an athletic training department does a fantastic job. We've got doctors that support our programs and rehabilitation clinics that help us out and so forth. But it's a... It's a process for a kid that goes through a significant injury, it, and it's a kind of a life building. Mm-hmm. You know, you, your quality of life is is defected by how successfully you go through that process. So, we got a lot of people around our kids that help with it, but um, that's really important. It's exciting. That's cool to see a kid who tore an ACL, which you know sometimes can be a career ender for kids. But to these days, it's usually not because right. we have the benefit of medical science and, and good people to support. But when a kid can come back and be successful on the back end of that, that's a neat deal. That's is another podcast, Addison. Make a note. Okay. Yeah. Can I add, y'all asked a question about teams, and I was just going to bring up North Forney. Um, that's kind of kind of a rivalry game. It's, you know, 
it's exciting. It's fun to look forward to. For some reason, it always falls around Valentine's Day. So Coach Miller and I have to meet up and, uh, you know, battle it out before we go out to eat with our spouses. Um, but I, I would like to say that, you know, there are years where they're up and we're down and we're up and they're down or whatever. And every year it's a it's a competitive game. It's a fun game. A lot of these kids played soccer together as uh, youth soccer players or they went to school together. And so there's a lot of emotion, which is good and bad. But uh, I think, you know, other than Highland Park, that's the other one we always kind of have to watch for that can sneak up on you. It can uh, always be a battle. They always play as hard. Um, so we appreciate that crosstown rivalry. Rivalry games always have a way of doing that. And uh, specifically, they do in soccer. I think emotion changes soccer so much. and Momentum can swing so fast in a soccer game, um, which I, if people don't watch a lot of soccer, it's like, very apparent in soccer that all of a sudden it's like oh geez this team that hasn't had the ball for the whole half is now they're ready to go score and it seems like they're knocking on the door and it can happen so quick that um yeah it really doesn't doesn't even matter who's up who's down especially in a rivalry game it's just you know anybody can win those games and and that's really true across the board for our forney north forney rivalries <laughs> it is yes we, they're always entertaining yeah we get a lot of good play out of that and um, a lot of good benefit out of it truthfully mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when we keep the right perspective for sure um so we do have a lot of guests today that we're going to be rolling through real well, I was quick say, th- those but, rivals are in the room aren't yes they, <laughs> they are and we're going to talk to them um but real quick do y'all have any christmas traditions that y'all are really looking forward to this year i think i'm gonna make chloe do a gingerbread house oh, okay there Start you go. A new one. Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> Yes, we always have our team Christmas party, too, and so that's really fun for all of us to get together and bond, like, right before season starts, Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited for that. That's fun. Um, I always try to have a class Christmas party. They're probably not as exciting, but they are fun. Yeah. We do Secret Santa and all that (laughs) stuff. But anyway, thank you both so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it, and now we are going to jump over to the north side of town and talk about that very team that y'all are looking forward to playing. Thank you. So, like I said, we're going to jump over. We're going to talk to North Forney. So, we're going to play kind of musical chairs here and let people swap out microphones. So, tell me, what, Coach Weaver, what is your favorite thing about soccer season? My favorite thing about soccer season is the warm uh, heater in the press box. Okay. So, uh, you're not on the sideline? You're always no, on the no, sideline? No, I'm going to go down. Yeah, I'll go down to the sideline. It's not a long-term thing for me. I don't have the full-length parka that goes down to your knees like our coaches do. I really like them. I envy uh-huh. them. They look super cool. I just don't own one. So, well, I'm going to show up in like a jacket, say hello, wave, Yeah. you know, sometimes go around to the little uh, tent. What's the thing that, that goes over the bench and, you know, um, get high-five somebody, but I'm probably going to watch the game from the press box i think you need to get a white fur joe namath coat <laughs> for the sideline i would love to see you walk around in that although i think people would start to question your your salary or something if you start <laughs> you walking around be a the fur only coat. one that would love to see something like that <laughs> so we are going to welcome from the north side of town um we've got coach miller we've got autumn brisby how's it going pretty good how are you pretty good hanging in there um, we're excited to have y'all on the on the podcast. So we're going to jump over. We have to have y'all's opinion on the the yes, subject spotlight indeed. for today. What 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 is your Christmas bucket list, guys? Not New York. Yay! <laughs> I'm not a New York gal. Uh, Too many people. There um, are a lot of people. I don't know. I love Christmas, so I decorate like the day after Halloween. So. Oh, okay. You're you're one of those people. Yeah. Decorate okay. So what's the what's like the greatest Christmas decoration you could like? What's the What's the top of the mountain for Christmas decorations? The lights. Okay. Always the lights. Colors or clear or That's what? That's a good question, too. Mm, colors. 
Colored lights. Okay, okay. red, red and and green or multicolored. Multicolored. Multi, yeah. yeah. Okay, like these. No, those are. Yeah, it's three colors. Okay. Yeah. You know, a lot of people go LEDs. I don't know. I'm getting way off. A lot of I'm, people go LEDs now. You've got the warm LEDs and the cool LEDs. Yeah. Have you seen uh, those? Yeah, I'm it's very warm. different. I'm a warm. Don't want I'm the a, cool ones. I'm, I'm warm. warm too. I'm all, yeah. I'm warm all the way. We're that that about cool that. is too bright. Yeah, it's 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 like a like a hospital waiting yeah. room. No offense yeah. if you got the cool <laughs> lights up. <laughs> Your house like, looks like a hospital waiting room. But yeah, it's um, the warm lights are the way to go. Bucket list Christmas bucket list item. Mm, I don't know. I. Uh, Come on, Coach. I know. I'm having to dig for this one. I did, too. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> yes. not New yes, York. Yes, you did. Definitely not New what York. What is the deal? What is this I, hateration well, on New uh, York? Well, I'm going to go the opposite direction and go to Florida. There you to go. To Disney, Disney for Christmas. Disney is, is amazing. Yes. Disney okay. is amazing over it Christmas. Is, so. Yes, it He's is. He's just saying that because Dr. Terry loves Disney. I am absolutely not a snow person. She's from Washington. She forgot to elude that. That's why she's, yeah. you know, she likes the complete rain. opposite side of New York. But... <laughs> No, I'm 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 warm weather beach all the way. There's no way snow's touching this body. Well, so. I am too. I'm, I'm I feel as though I'm a tropical people, uh, but I would go to New York just for that to to experience Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to do that. Coach Miller, Go I got a yeah, yeah. Coach Miller, I've got a question for you. So, Coach Williamson's talking about you a little bit. I'm going to give you a chance to talk about them a little bit. Um, you don't have to be nice either. <laughs> <laughs> she can't respond. Her time is done. Her time so is up. So you can say whatever you want. What's well, you guys also, um, and you've done this for a number of years, but our our programs very often participate together in community service, and we do this across the board in FISD athletics. But it's kind of unique, I think, for soccer because you guys, like we said, we started this off. You're right in the middle of the holidays, uh, and I saw that you you guys had partnered with. North Forney and Forney had partnered together on a community service project just recently. Talk, tell us a little bit, just a little bit about that. Well, I have to give my assistant coach Kelsey Lambright her props. Um, she uh, she's got military family, um, and a lot of us do. My dad was military as well, and um, we we got together. She brought the idea of the ten thousand for the troops with the uh, KSES radio uh, radio station, where they collect cards and, and different you know attaboys for the troops, and then send them over. Uh, in care packages, you know, for those that can't come home for the holidays. And so, you know, we're in the middle of a COVID, you know, still COVID crisis. And, you know, so Coach Williamson and I got together with that idea and tried to figure out a way we could still do Crosstown Community Service without putting our two programs at risk for, you know, any kind of exposure situation to the best we could. And um, we had our we had our kids come together and, and um, you know, and make cards. And we ended up with at first, we had over 500 cards in two days, and then we we branched it out a little bit, got our Stucos involved, and within a week we had 1,300 cards. And now we've been approached by different people in the community. We've been approached by different people throughout the district to try to make this a district thing next year and have us spearhead it. So, you know, we we've taken the idea of the community service and we've really brought it to the community, and you know, something that we didn't really think was going to be as impactful of a situation ended up being that way. And last I heard, KSES had over 87,000 cards. Yeah. So this this was a record-breaking year for them, and I'm glad we were able to be a part of it. That's cool. And, I, you know, we see a lot of um, 
valuable and meaningful community service with our pro, our uh, different programs. But I, that was one I hadn't seen before, so I wanted to highlight that for a second and give another attaboy to all our programs mm-hmm. that engage in community service. But um, certainly during the holidays, it's always visible, but it, but it's, it's always very much needed. Well, Coach Williams and I have known each other for the better of ten years, and um, you know, one thing that that you know we we do pride ourselves on is really you know, trying to celebrate our kids. You know, we talked about that earlier about, you know, just continuously trying to celebrate our kids together because we play against each other twice a year. The rest of the year we're Forney family. You know, we're trying to do what we can together, and, you know, it it shouldn't just be a one-time-a-year thing. But, you know, we want to get the programs back to the days where no matter how hard we fight, no matter how much of a tense battle it is during the game, when that game is over, those girls are hugging and taking pictures and, and doing the things that, that, that they used to do when the schools opened up. And I'm, I'm excited to be back in, in the district to be a part of that. You know, it's taken us a little bit of time to circle through things, but she and I have, you know, been very diligent about trying to make that one of our, one of our goals is to get the programs back to seeing each other like that. When, you know, when, when they're making a deep run like they did last year, I had quite a few of my girls that, that were from, you know, my freshmen and sophomores and my transfers that went to those games and watched those matches. You know, a couple of years ago when um, when North Forney had their run to the regional semis, you know, I know she had some girls doing the same thing. And so we want to continue to build on that because, like I said, we want to have each other's, you know, each other's back and we want to celebrate each other's successes. Yeah. Well, Coach Miller, you, you've been – this is your second year consecutive – as head coach at North Forney, you came back back over. It's kind of you're in a unique position because you were a coach for us before, Correct. and then went over to Mesquite ISD, right to Horn, and then now you've come back home like like you're supposed to. Just, you've been a good boy <laughs> and come back over here. Um, talk to us about your plans for this season. Now that you've kind of established, you've had that year of establishing yourself and your team. Now you're you're entering the second year. I know that's a little bit different phase for for a new coach coming in that's kind of got it going now. Tell us about what you anticipate for this season. Um, we've got we've got high hopes for this season. This could potentially be our last season as a as a five A team, and so we want to make the biggest impact on that as we can. Um, we I'm in a very unique situation. You know, normally you have, you know, three, four, five, sometimes 10 or 15 seniors to recognize and talk about, and I have three. And one of them um, came to us from cross-country and hadn't been in the program before. One of them was a, was a transfer from Boteet that we got last year, and then um, Autumn was a transfer from Washington. So we, we don't have a senior this year that's gone through the program. We've got about 15 to 17 juniors so we're you know we, we do have a, a unique mixture, and so it's a good mix to make that transition from making a good good solid season in five A and then turning the the corner into six A with a a very senior heavy team. Uh, senior night will be a, all of about five minutes, but yeah. <laughs> you know, be very low key night, a lot of celebration for three kids. Yeah, um, but we're you know we're excited to to see what's going to happen, and we're really excited to see us make that turn. You know, some people are are more nervous to make that turn into the six A realm and. We're we're really not. We know there's some big dogs up there, but if that ends up being what you know what happens, we're we're in the best position we could be to make that turn. Well, I think you know you're playing Forney and you're playing Holland Park and you're playing some big dogs at five A two that are right. pretty good competitively to get us ready. Uh, we didn't mention this at the beginning, but this this week our cutoffs will come out from UIL. I'm not sure what day this week, but <gasps> dun, dun. Um, not the districts, but we will know the number. So we know North Forney turned in twenty two ninety two. Forney turned in twenty oh eight. So we know the number of kids that that were being counted on for nine mm-hmm. through twelve. 
UIL will tell us what the number between 5A and 6A is. To, to so we don't know. We don't know the cutoff number. We yet. will know this week. That's it comes out this week, and then in February, okay. of course, we'll get our new alignments and we'll know our new district. So North Forney is going to find out. Uh, if if for the next two years we're going to be 6A or we're going to be 5A. I think it's safe to say Forney's going to be 5A. Forney will probably be Division I 5A. Football split into two divisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody else is together. but um, And we're know, already in the bigger 5A? Is that, is that yes. where we're at? Okay. Yeah, well, no, we're, we're, we will. Be, yeah, we're automatically we're going to be in the bigger. Oh, okay. Because 2008 is well above the cutoff for that. I just think 2008, the number, the cutoff last alignment was 2220. So... North Forney at 2292, as you can see, has surpassed mm-hmm. that. So if UIL doesn't move the cutoff number up significantly, then North will be 6A. And, you know, it's people make a lot of guesses about what mm-hmm. they're going to do, but you really don't know until they do it. We'll find out this week what the cutoff number is. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, well, we are going to jump over and talk to one of your three seniors real quick. Um, so I had a chance to talk to you a little bit before the show about coming here. Um, it's good to hear that you're happy to be here. Do you consider yourself a Texan yet? No. No? I don't okay. have the accent. Okay. That's all right. You can work on it. So uh, what position do you play? Uh, wherever he tells me to play. Oh, okay. What position is she going to play? Put me on the spot now. Yeah. Uh, right now she's going to start out in the in the center back. Okay. All right. So good. We're mixing things up. We talked to I know we I know we talked to Chloe who is up front, like score goals. We're going to have a defender over here, so we'll have some um, – different things going on so how has that transition been for you coming into the program meeting a new coach and and trying to implement all the things that he's coaching y'all to do it was nerve-wracking because I don't really know much people here when I came I knew one person but it was very nervous for me to have an entire new team new coaches everything because my last coach used to be a college coach so it was a big step especially Mm -hmm. moving across the country yeah oh yeah that's, I mean, that's always got to be very interesting and not to mention the fact that you come in day one and he's like, Hey, you're one of three seniors. You're a leader on the team. Um, so that's, I'm sure that's, that's interesting. Um, have you, how has soccer kind of, has soccer helped you kind of transition into life in Forney and at North Forney high school? I know sports does that for a lot of people. So yeah, that's where all my friends came from because mm-hmm. without soccer, I probably wouldn't have made friends as fast as I did. But yeah, I mean, I, I love the soccer team here. The girls are amazing. So how have you seen those those three seniors coming in the first year in the program? How, how have you seen, you know, you can say that their their transition was terrible and they were slow at it, or you can say how great they were. Honestly, I, I, I think it was right where it needed to be. Um, they all, um, besides the one that just came in this year, the other two played JV last year mm-hmm. for about, you know, one played JV for about you know 50% of the season, and then Autumn played majority of the season last year on JV, and, Gave her that year, gave them both that year to acclimate, to get to know the, the kids. And, you know, and turning into her senior year, there was no doubt that, you know, she didn't get a, a senior position just because it was her time to be a senior. You know, they, they, they earned the right and they did the right thing by working their way up through the program. And, you know, now that majority of those kids that were JV last year worked their way up to varsity, it's the same group of girls that she's played with, you know, now for over a year. And, you know, so the chemistry is there. It allows her to step up and be a leader with them. They know her. They trust her. You know, same thing for the other one. And so it, it, it's, it's, a good, it's a good mix. Um, oh, you have something, Coach? Yeah, I, I just had a question. You know, what it, that is a huge transition to move across the country senior year. 
you know, what advice would you give that little girl who is terrified of just any transition? I'm talking sixth grade to seventh grade, eighth grade to high school. You know, what what advice would you give them? Uh, don't be scared to talk to new people. Uh, that's one thing that I definitely did when I came here is I was really nervous to talk to anyone because I thought I was going to be judged or stuff like that. But uh, the second I started talking to, like, the right people, got with the right crowd, they accepted me. Made fun of me, but it's okay. Um, but, yeah, just don't be nervous. Uh, and now now look at you. You're, you're on a podcast with yeah. all the big, big, big dogs in the room, Addison and everybody. Look at this. Yeah. I mean, this is big time. <laughs> the biggest dog. Um, so, real quick, tell us um, – you know, we heard they're they're having a scrimmage on Friday. When do y'all kick things off? Uh, we're we're scrimmaging Friday as well. We've got Cindy Vale coming to Jackson. Um, we've got a we're gonna do a meet the Falcon, meet the Lady Falcon night. We've got a unique situation because Sunnyvale um, didn't have a JV girls team this year, so we're gonna go with the varsity or the JV boys at four o'clock, varsity boys at five thirty, and then varsity girls at seven fifteen. So. We're going to do introductions for both teams uh, on the boys' side and the girls' side <laughs> and, you know, kind of make it a to-do. I mean, scrimmages are free, so, you know, why not invite out, you know, everybody that you can and try to, you know, really pump up the programs a little bit. All right. And um, a Christmas tradition you are looking forward to. You've already done your decorating. What else are you looking forward to? We do pajamas every Christmas Eve, so okay. my entire family has matching pajamas. My mom's always like, let's take a picture. It's kind of embarrassing, but... You love it. We're doing that Always. this year, too. Yeah, First Coach time. O's already been talking about yes. it. I already got them. They're already here. Matching pajamas, Coach? What's 100%. We yeah. did. You know, we did um, Olaf matching pajamas last year, you know, red flannel the year before. So my wife's – that's my wife's big thing, pajamas on Christmas Eve, and then we go hot chocolate and light looking. There you go. So. Awesome. Well, thank you both for being on the show. We are going to jump back over to the south side, talk to the boys. But um, thank you, and good luck on Friday. Thanks, guys. So, while we play musical chairs here, I have a question for you, Coach O. Um, how much soccer have you played in your life? So, I have one soccer story, and it's not as a player. It's as a, it's as a parent. Mm -hmm. Carrington was three years old. Okay? Mm -hmm. They were in the championship. Nice. And we lost. Oh. And everybody was celebrating. Okay. And she came over to me, and she said, my coach says, we're all winners. I said, we lost. You're not a winner. You're a loser. You lost this game. So yeah. there's my there's my soccer. I experience. totally agree with the the approach there. Life lessons never too soon to start teaching them. Even at three, you are a loser. Okay, every three year old needs to be told they're a loser at some point. You will well, not she, get a trophy. Had she not came to me and said, "My coach said we're all winners," right? You wouldn't have had to. Nope. I had to slap that it was a label on there. Moment. Teaching moment. Well, let's get some more teaching moments from our Forney High School boys side of things. We got Coach Walker. We have um, – you're going to help me out with the name one more time. Nasser Haifa. Nasser okay. I didn't want to – I had the last name. I didn't want to say the first name wrong. Uh, but anyway, thank you both for being on the show. We appreciate you coming. Yeah, appreciate you having us. Uh, hey, can I just let everybody out there know that, like, right now we have five people at the table and three of the five have beards. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, great observation, Kutcher. And, yeah, I'm not one of them, which means that our student here has a beard, but yeah, big time. I don't. You should have saw, him, should have saw him shave it off. When, yeah. uh, Santa Claus has a to. beard, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you know. Thank God I don't Abe have Lincoln. a beard. That would be awkward. <laughs> that would. I would be really mad about that because I can't grow a beard. And if you could grow a beard, I'd be real jealous. <laughs> 
But Sorry, anyway, guys, I, I don't know how. <laughs> let's talk Christmas bucket list. Y'all have to answer the subject spotlight. So, what's on your Christmas bucket list? Uh, this might surprise you, but I don't celebrate Christmas. Okay. Okay. So it's like a I like the Arab thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Holiday, holiday bucket yeah. list. There's yeah. got to be what's something still that you want to do. Um, I'll probably go out to Cali and meet some family there. I guess. Okay. 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 That's Very good. Cool. Uh, mine was probably New York because uh, okay. I like New York. I've only been there once, but I'd like to so see listen. a big Christmas tree. So, so we got okay. we got a California, mm-hmm. right? We've got we had a Florida. We got three New York. We're up to three New Yorks. Yeah, and the Alps. I'm, and you're the Alps. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that wants to stay in good old Texas? We just want to ch- change it up a little. Okay, right. right. I just want to change East Texas up a little. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the white Christmas right here. I mean. Good old. You can act like we're the ones asking for a lot, <laughs> but you're the one trying to change the weather. Like yeah, we're good. willing to go somewhere and you're that's trying true. to change the weather. Um, all right. Let's talk about y'all's soccer season now. Um, things are starting to to get rolling. How are y'all feeling about, about the season? Uh, good. I'm, I'm excited about getting started now. We don't have our first scrimmage until the 17th, but, um, you know, we uh, didn't graduate a lot of people last year. We have five seniors this year, and um, – I'm more excited about this year than I have been previously. Uh, this will also be actually my uh, first group of seniors that I've seen from their freshman year through their senior year since that's I've been cool. coaching. So, yeah, that's, that's always a yeah. neat deal. You uh, and you've had some. You've been. You had some competitive teams before. It's like you've been getting a little better. I feel it's kind of the way I feel about your program is getting a little better and a little better. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, uh, starting out was definitely kind of a rebuild. My first year here, we were kind of uh, getting there, and they kind of surpassed some of the expectations that we had. And then, um, you know, we kept rebuilding from there. Last year, we made the playoffs uh, and uh, had a good showing there. And you know, without graduating a lot of people, we're really excited about having all the returning players. And really, with only five seniors this year, we should uh, really pick it up. Uh, this year and next year, and we're excited to see where we get to go. All right, so Nasser is one of those seniors, right? What What is your job? What's your role on the team, and, and what are you looking forward to contributing this year? My role is to lead. I'm selected as one like the captains on the team. That's awesome. Uh, and also, I'm a goalkeeper, so just don't let the ball hit past me, basically. It's pretty important. <laughs> pretty and, important. And that is why Coach Walker picked him to come with him, because – as a former goalkeeper yourself, I'm sure you can't pick favorites, but he's your favorite. It's all right. <laughs> goalkeepers yeah. are weird. It's a little it's a little fraternity for goalkeepers, isn't it? Yeah, we can uh, definitely be a little different. Um, we're only we're the only ones that like to really get in the way of the ball most of the time and uh, sacrifice the body to go make those saves and get blamed for all the goals, and then yeah. we're the hero when we make the save. So mm-hmm. definitely a little bit of a different mentality and like, yeah. Well, I actually remember watching him um, as the goalkeeper. He was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, so he's he going to be real good this year, right? He had a swag about him back there like like he was going to attack anybody who tried to attack him. It was – I remember him. Hey, I got to say, this – it just struck me as Coach Walker was talking about building his team that, and, and Addison talking about him being a goalkeeper. Uh, we got kind of a unique – dynamic of coaches in the room today because you've got we started out with Trisha who has been here for a number of years Trisha's your first this is your first head coaching job wasn't it yes, yes. yeah so Trisha has been a head coach in Forney for 
a number of years, real successful programs. Um, she's built it, you know, at, from her scratch. Her first head coaching job was here, and she's been here and done that. Then you got Coach Miller, who was in coached in Forney, mm-hmm. and then went to Mesquite, and now he's back in Forney ISD. Um, a little different. Then you've got Coach Walker, who was a player mm-hmm. at Forney, went to Forney, right, and, and, and played here and graduated here, and then of course left and a real and, long and beca- time ago, <laughs> a real long time ago, yeah, and and became a successful coach, and then came back now and is coaching here. So you got a former player mm-hmm. that's now coaching. And then we're going to have Coach Buck on in a few minutes, and this will be his first year as head coach at the North Forney Boys program. So it's kind of unique. It kind of struck me as it's, it's very unique that each coach is kind of coming at it from a little bit different right. career and background and perspective, um, but obviously all out to do the same mm-hmm. thing, uh, which is have a really successful and um, impactful mm-hmm. soccer season in the district. So, um, Nasser, tell us real quick, what's it like? So you're, you're one of his – First graduating seniors from here that's been here for those four years. What's it? What's it like playing for Coach Walker? Playing with him is scary. He yells a lot. Oh! <laughs> if you mess up, he will. He'll let you know on the field. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, he's he's been a great like role model. Because like I I didn't start playing goalkeeper until last year because mm-hmm. we didn't have one. So like the first day of like soccer, I was like here you go, it's gloves. And then I just tried it out and I loved it. There you go. Um, that's what I actually have. I've, I've, if I don't share it now, I never will. I have an interesting little tidbit about Coach Walker. Um, just a just a little fact. So our family. I've known Coach Walker forever. It's not that bad. Um, and I actually, as a young kid, I probably appreciated it. Um, Austin actually knocked out or broke my brother's front teeth with a hockey stick. Um, I think it was an accident. I think it was an accident. You didn't know how scary it was, did you? But but he's my, he's my older brother and he tortured me a lot. So I'm sure as a kid, whenever I saw it happen, I was like, Austin's pretty cool. I like this guy. To be fair. I also broke my toe that same day that that happened at their house as well. So So, it was definitely interesting. It was an eventful day. I didn't know that part of it. I didn't know you broke your toe. That actually did happen too. Wow. Where were you? I mean, Really? What was going on? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Garage hockey? We you were obviously know, playing okay. hockey in the room, yeah. and his brother was the goalkeeper, <laughs> and I tried to hit the ball. He tried to jump on the ball, and, yeah. you know, yep. things happen. The rest things is happen, you know? Yeah. yeah. Boys can be a little rambunctious. Coach O uh, raised a, uh, a daughter that's, you know. And who's a girly girl? She's so. a girly girl, yeah. Yeah. A little different for the – Room full of boys trying to play it is hockey in somebody's <laughs> bedroom. My, my daughter's in there playing with her Bratz dolls. Yeah, I remember those. All right, did you well, get, get a lot of play with those, did you, Addison? No, I just I remember the commercials. I remember the commercials. <laughs> okay, but we'll let you slide on that. One. Yeah, moving ahead. Anyway, so how did how did that? So you you had to train up a new goalkeeper who hadn't played goalkeeper before. How did that? How does that go? Um, it's interesting. It's very, very rough at the beginning, but once you find somebody that can kind of get the basics down, the gist of it, then it's, it's easy to grow a goalkeeper if, uh, you have the right mentality going on and you know what you're looking for and how to get that technique correct. So, um, Nasser just really just picked it up and ran with it and, uh, it was great. He was fighting, battling for a job the whole preseason last year and ended up winning the job. Uh, right around the time we started district and uh, really just took it from there and did a really good job for us. We're really excited to see him back this Must year. Must have. Coach mm-hmm. O remembers um, 
So yeah. well, that's, looking what, forward to that's what keepers need. And I mean, they need to command things back there and be in charge. Um, what is it that you yeah. saw in him that made you want to hand him those gloves? Uh, he's pretty quick. Um, he's one of the faster guys we have. He's very agile, so uh, that's one of the signs that's kind of like, oh, if you can move laterally pretty good, and hopefully you can catch a ball and we'll figure the rest out. Well, the fact that he – that was the first year, and – he looked like a pro. And, hey, you mentioned catching that ball. So, a couple of times I did, he, he did catch a ball, and he would just, like, um, throw it really hard or kick it really hard back. I was like, that guy right there. That's a guy. <laughs> That's a guy. <laughs> well, we are looking forward to it. Um, I don't know if I, I don't have – we got to jump into our last one, don't we? We're already sitting at 45 minutes. That's good. We're perfect. We are. Yeah. I think I've been trying to hit it. That's the way the spectaculars go. These spectaculars are very fast. Thank you both for coming on the show. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll be looking for you as your season gets started. Perfect. Thanks for having us. So now we're going to jump back to the north side of town, but this time for the boys. So, um, real quick, on the subject of soccer, do you pay attention to international soccer at all? Are you watching the U.S. whenever the World Cup rolls around, or is that not your thing? Talking to you, Coach Weaver. Just I know at me. who you're talking to. Come on. Um, I might catch a highlight every now and then. See, I'm curious. I'm not following we, closely, no. I'm we not. have a World Cup coming up pretty soon, yep. and then the next one will be here. We'll have a semifinal in Dallas, actually. That's cool. It'll be really cool. So I'm looking forward to that. But right now we have Evan Waugh, senior, North Forney. Right? Correct, senior? Yes, sir. And and Coach Buck, how's it going? Yes, sir. Thank you both for being on the show. Real quick, we do have to get um, Christmas or holiday bucket list item. What is y'all's? Uh, for me, for sure, I want to go to Colorado and go on a skiing That's a trip. good – see, I like that. Yeah, Colorado's good. I like that too, yeah. Snow-capped mountains. That sounds good. Have you I'm, been skiing I'm, before? I I've have, yeah. You just want to do a, a Christmas one? Yeah, I've only gone like two or so times, but I really want to go like in Colorado around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's a great idea. I don't know that I would want to ski – but I would want to yeah. buy all the stuff to put on to make yeah. it look like just and put skis on and just take for the photo op. Easily yeah. one of the most fun things Walk I've ever done. around in the mountains in the snow. Yeah. I that love skiing. Good. It is awesome. Great it's answer. Awesome. So you actually stole mine. Um, I had a friend that went out to Breckenridge last year and said that he had a blast just going up in the cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got snow out, go skiing, get the family up there, sit by the fire. Very cool. Yeah, Breckenridge is a – popular place come come christmas time um i have a i have family that lives in colorado and we'd go skiing and we'd go to a smaller place to avoid the breckenridge crowds but around christmas it is it's crazy but the cabins are super cool you can get some ski and ski out ones yeah very cool um let's jump into soccer y'all season's getting ready how, how are we feeling we're excited um you know this is my first year taking over as the boys coach um I'm following Coach Fleur, who left a fantastic legacy. Um, boys have been to the playoffs the past four years running. Um, I worked under Coach Fleur the past two years. Um, we've got a lot of players coming back. Uh, we've got six seniors this year. Um, we, we lost some good players from last year uh, that are off playing college ball now. Uh, but the seniors we have coming up are, are doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. So what's that like to transition from – one head coach to another whenever you – you know both of them. You know that what, – what, what was that like? Yeah, honestly, I mean, he was our assistant coach last year. So, I mean, both of them had pretty much the same tactics for everything. Everything's pretty close to the same, just run by a different person. But mm-hmm. I like it for sure. 
Um, so he said a lot of the things are similar. Is there any ways that, that, you know, the team under you might play differently than, than coach Fuller? Sure. Uh, as we go through, um, you know, there are some things that we've been working on as far as, uh, team culture, um, how we carry ourselves. Um, um, there's also a lot of things that, that we want to continue on from last year because we've had such success, uh, under coach Fuller, mm-hmm. um, and, Coach Floor and I, the past couple of years, um, there, it wasn't so much of a head coach, assistant coach. You know, we, we both jumped in and we did it um, together. So how closely we worked together the past couple of years has kind of led into a very easy transition uh, for the team moving forward. Coach Weaver, how is that, how valuable is that whenever a head coach is willing to say, eh, titles don't matter that much, we're going we're gonna to both lead this team and and take on you know full responsibility of this well it, it can be really valuable if that assistant coaches ends up being your head coach yeah. next year right um and i'll tell you too coach fuller didn't leave the district he moved over to head boys and girls golf he's still at north mm-hmm. forney just in a different role uh but he still coaches for us and does a great job he's a great as you know he's a, a very good uh, golf instructor too um so he had worked with coach mankins and golf so he transitioned over to head boys and girls golf and then Coach Buck stepped right in to the head role. Uh, so, yeah, that's – I mean, it fits right into our philosophy. What we're trying to do is grow coaches and get coaches to be better. When we have assistants that are capable of becoming head coaches, we want to help them achieve that and, and give them the tools to do it. When we have junior high coaches, and we've had this as a topic on our podcast a number of times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we like I said, basketball spectacular. We had Fleming on here. We had Holloway on here. Coaches that have moved up. Uh, from a junior high position into a high school and then a high school assistant into a head coach. So that's what we want to do. It means um, Coach Buck has a good understanding not only of soccer, and he knows the kids, and he's developed strong relationships, and he's he's already shown that he's a leader to the, the guys in the program. But also they know our district. They know how we operate. It's not a There's not a huge learning curve, and they've already been involved in a very successful program, so they know how to continue that success. That's a neat deal. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to, to, to coach Buck just taking it mm-hmm. and continue to run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get rid of anything. Just add some, add some stuff. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Add some depth and build your own personality into it and let's keep rolling. I'll tell you too. And, and coach Miller mentioned this, you guys have got a uh, scrimmage coming up, right? But, and you're going to be scrimmaging at Jackson middle school. Yes, sir. So when he said, I want, I probably need to point out to our listeners that North Forney still got a great deal of construction going on over there. And a lot of it is around the football field, the soccer field, the football field there. It's done. We've got, you know, new turf. It's ready to go. Uh, but they're still finishing up the track around the outside. They're still doing some heavy construction beyond mm-hmm. the track out in the outside areas, you know, with baseball, softball and the transition zones and locker rooms and, and uh, training rooms attached to the field and all that good stuff. So we're, we're almost to the point to get them back on their home field. That's going to happen soon. They're not going to have to play the whole season at Jackson. Um, just a few scrimmages, maybe a game or two, and then we'll be right back over there at North Forney with some mm-hmm. uh, new spiffed up uh, facilities. So that'll nice. be something for a public to look forward to. Um, Evan, what uh, position do you play? Uh, center back. Okay, so I was actually hoping that you were going to say midfield so that we would have a striker, goalkeeper, defender, and a midfielder, but that's all right. We, we need our center backs. Can, so. sh- can you shift just for the purposes of this podcast? Yeah. I'll be a center midfielder. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Sounds good. You can still you – can, you can play defensive midfield. That's fine. But um, what's uh, – you, we already talked a little bit about the transition, things like that. I'm going to ask you a question that I asked Chloe on the top of the show. Who's a, 
a player other than yourself, somebody that you're a teammate you're really looking forward to seeing play this year? Yeah, honestly, uh, my friend Drake uh, Dilla DeVico, he's uh, two years younger than me, actually. He's a sophomore, but he made varsity his first year, and uh, he's my other center back with me, mm-hmm. so I have to rely on him heavily for sure. But, yeah, I just really like seeing how he plays and see, like, the future that he has. He's a really good player, so. There you go. We've we we heard two of those two of those partnerships. We had a you know kind of a strike partnership and a defending partnership. Those are so important. There's so many of those little duos that have to link up well in soccer and and be on the same page. Um, what was last year? Did y'all get to play some in the super cold, or did you? We we had a good break there in the middle. I know whenever stuff was canceled, but yeah, yeah, we we didn't. Um, you know, we had a lot of cancellations and mm-hmm. and games getting postponed uh, until the weather dried up some we had some heavy weeks the um as soon as we came back uh, mm-hmm. making up games uh, yeah. but we we didn't have to get out there in the ice you know it's a um they didn't play maybe during ice mageddon but i gotta say Around you it. know you asked me earlier one of the things that uh, you know i look forward to in soccer season and it's i showed you i'm not tough i'm gonna go sit in the press box and watch. but these guys i mean that I have seen them play on a field with frost or right. ice, if you will, on the turf, right? I mean, or on the grass right. or on the pitch. But these guys are they're, – they're out there, <laughs> you know, uh, in some pretty extreme conditions. Right. Uh, I don't think you could say that about any other sport just as far as in, inherently mm-hmm. the conditions you're going into to play your game. Um, yeah. And well, you got to be I mean, a tough well, yeah, kid. Because I – okay. So I have tried to layer up, and yeah. I listen. I didn't even. I don't even try to go on the field. It's. Pro- I'm. I'm sorry. I. Don't, they don't even know I'm there. I'm. I'm up in the press <laughs> but box. But you're there. Yeah, I'm in the press box. Above. I never go down. Coach Weaver. It's because he's seasoned. He knows what to do. He goes down and he says, "I, I don't even do that." <laughs> but my feet get so cold, and so I should have asked all of them, "What is the one thing on you that like is so uncomfortably cold on you?" Um, Cause it's my feet. Yeah, uh, I'd say my hands. Yeah. Cause I personally don't like playing with gloves on. I've just doesn't feel comfortable. But just playing without them, man, mm-hmm. my hands they get cold real easily. So. Yeah. yeah. The rest of it, moving around, you can kind of stay warm. Yeah. But yeah, your hands. When it's super cold. cold outside, like if I reach and open my car door, my fingers like, ow! What what's it like when these guys are kicking each other yeah. in the shins and banging their heads together? And well, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting be. because whenever we say we play this at the worst time, we play it at the absolute worst time because <laughs> it's really cold and miserable, but it's it's still warm enough to rain, yeah, just warm enough to rain, right? And it's really windy and it's never not humid, so it feels below freezing but you're getting rained on and it's windy so it's it's miserable the people who you know we can give you all credit but you're running around getting sweaty coach even you can you know i'm sure you get worked up on the sideline to stay warm the parents are the ones that i want to give you know tip my cap to because they have to sit there on the metal bleachers i do see more of those little plastic clear eggs that they sit yeah you seen those you Mm -hmm. know it's got the zipper thing with it those are cool it's smart yeah We're, we're evolving Yes. To deal with the cold of soccer. That's right. Until we have an indoor soccer facility. Ooh. Oh, boy. That would Someday be pretty cool. It could happen. Yeah, if only we had the ear of the athletic director. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that's above your pay grade, too, isn't it? <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yes. But anyway, 
Um, and who do y'all have y'all's first scrimmage against? We play Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale. Uh, it'll be this Friday at 530. Um, okay. We are playing at Jackson Middle School, so I want to pack the stands, uh, mm-hmm. make it feel as much like a home game as we can um, until our North Forney field is ready. So it's a scrimmage. Uh, it's free to get in, so everybody's welcome. Awesome. Good deal. Well, we'll be looking forward to that. Thank you both so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it, and we'll be – We'll be looking forward to your season. All, All four right. programs. Thank us. you, guys. We're waving at them across yes. the across the gr- r- uh, green room here. We appreciate you being here. Best of luck. I'm going to skip over Addison. We always say this, uh, good fortune, whatever he, he would say. But hope you have a great season. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll be looking forward to really fun things from all you on the field this year. And coaches, uh, in very four very different coaching formats here, we appreciate the job you do. Uh, whether you're in the freezing cold or just a regular old day in Tex- East Texas since hot and humid, mm-hmm. we appreciate the work you do with our kids. Absolutely. And I believe that is all the time that we have. We're getting close to an hour. That's all the time we have for episode 14 of season three of the, the 126. Soccer Spectacular. The soccer Spectacular. It was spectacular. Uh, make sure to rate the 126 on Apple Podcasts. Only if you put five stars. Only if you put five stars. Otherwise, don't waste your time. Um, <laughs> And tell your friends, subscribe, follow, do whatever you need to do to keep up with Forney ISD Athletics, and we will talk to you next week.